Hello, welcome to the Red Rose Scripture Circles podcast. Um, I'm Jennifer Schillinger, the director of Red Rose Scripture Circles, and today I am joined by, of course, our resident rabbi Noah. Yay! And our special guest. Ethan Zahn, who is the lead pastor at Heartland. We're so excited to have you, Ethan. Thanks for having me. So uh, we're so excited that you're joining us today for this conversation. Just a reminder, these podcasts are are structured very similarly to one of our Scripture Circle conversations. Um, So even though we have a theme picked out, we haven't pre-planned any of the content. It'll just be very conversational. And so um, we hope that if you join us for one of our conversations that you'll experience something very similar to what we're going to be doing today. Um, And so our theme this time, we're going to be talking a little bit about names and then spending time specifically talking about Israel. And so I'll turn it over to Noah. Thank you, Jennifer. Um, So names, uh, to get into names and how names work. Um, When the King James translators uh, first translate the Bible into English, they made the decision to simply transliterate the names of all the people in the places. So as an example, Yosef in Hebrew becomes Joseph in English, or Noah in Hebrew becomes Noah in English. Now those are the names of those people, and those names all literally mean something. And when we learn the meaning of a person or a places, well, particularly when we're thinking about people today, um, when we learn the meaning of a person's name, we learn a dimension or a puzzle piece of their what? Their character. Their character? Identity. Destiny. Right? Not a, and it's not to say the entirety of a person's character, identity, destiny will be in the name, but a probably not so small piece of a person's character, identity, destiny will be embedded in the name. And to think of then about how names are thinking working um, in our scripture, uh, to just pick one example, Noah or Noah in Hebrew. Um, Noah or Noah in Hebrew literally means comfort. Exactly. And so every time we're looking at Noah, we're looking at a guy named Comfort. And so you could literally, as you were going through the Noah passage, you could just be reading Comfort every single time because that's exactly what people would have been hearing in Hebrew. Oh, here goes Comfort. There goes Comfort. What's Comfort doing now? Um, And God is going to say to Noah, Comfort, in Genesis chapter 6, to build the ark. Right? And it's going to be roughly, Noah Comfort is about 500 years old, give or take, when God says to build that ark. And it's going to take him roughly, what do you say? Prime of his life. Prime of his life, exactly. (laughs) Come on, 500, get started. Uh, 500 is the new 30. Um, That's right. (laughs) It is going to take him roughly 100 years, give or take, to build that ark. So he's going to be 600 years old when Noah Comfort goes in the ark. And what's Noah Comfort also got to be thinking about that's going to go in this ark? All the animals. Right? All those animals. And is it just Noah, Comfort, and the animals going in the ark together? Family. Family, right? Wife, three sons, and their three wives. And they're all going to go in the ark together. Now, Noah, Comfort, and his family, and the animals are all going to be in the ark, and they're going to be in the ark for roughly how long? It's like over a year. A year. Exactly, yeah. right? The, the the part that I know I always taught as a kid, it rains 40 days, 40 nights, right? right? And then it does the water swell and increase and decrease and decrease some more. And Ethan, you're 100%. It's going to be just about over a year. So it's real life for Noah, comfort in this ark. What's he going to have to do with all these animals for a year in the ark? Feed them. Feed them. That sounds so nice. I love feeding animals. It's so They're so cute when they're eating. Anything else? Well, probably uh, poop. 
Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that's, that's the part I don't like so much. Um, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Right, so it, it, there's going to be not just feeding the animals, also cleaning up after them, taking care of them. And I get to do this, one might say, all expenses paid vacation with my amazing... Family! Family! And guess what I can't do with my family for an entire year? Can't escape. <laughs> dun, dun, dun! Right? <laughs> No escaping my family for an entire year. And, and I mean, I love my family very, 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 very dearly. I can only imagine for people, though, being in an enclosed structure with your family for an entire year where, like, you can't go out for a walk. You can't go grab coffee somewhere. Your sons didn't do the chores. <laughs> <laughs> There's that much more to clean up. Yeah. Um, now, wait, this was the life of a guy named what again? Comfort. Comfort, meaning the life of comfort, I don't know about you, but the life of comfort does not sound all that what to me? Comfortable. Comfortable for comfort. And I think it gets to a really important dimension of how names are thinking working um, in our scripture, which is that dimension of my character, my identity, my destiny, my calling is not all about who? Me. Me, a dimension of who God's created me to be, my identity, my character, my destiny, my calling, is really thinking a lot about who? Community. Community, right? Who God's created me to be, who I am in relationship, how I serve others. And in that sense, Noah's name meaning comfort isn't about comfort feeling comfortable, but as you were saying, Jennifer, who he is in community, living out who God's created him to be. And what does it mean to say that our names, and really a dimension of our identity, our destiny, our character, isn't all about us? Yeah, but it becomes such a central focus for what we, I think people are like, I want to know my identity, I want to know my purpose, I want to know my calling, I want to know what I'm supposed to do. And, but that's widely communal, it's not just about like me self-defining, right. it's about how will I show up in community like how do i bring value i tell an interesting story relating to names it was after a study one time at my house i asked noah what my name meant i don't know if you remember this um i asked you what my name meant and i said well because the the online things will tell you that means strong and firm ethan strong and firm and so i showed you an example in the psalms where it says ethan and and uh, you looked it up and you're like oh i could see what they're doing there but i don't think that's what it means and and I, I don't, this, this wasn't, didn't probably seem like a big deal at the time, but it actually kind of like rattled me, like my whole world. And he said, I think it actually means this. It's in reference to a river. And it's, it's so weird. What you're saying made so much like, and then he said, it means I will give. And when he said that, I, after I thought about that for a long time, and it's like my whole life made sense, actually, which is really weird. I've told people for years that I haven't really strived to get to where I'm at. I haven't really tried. I've told people for years, it's been like I've been floating down a river. And, and, uh, and I, I stop at a bank. I get up and I work. And then I get back in the river and go to something else. And, then, and, uh, and the Lord has just like given me so much over and over again, like, ridiculous generosity like a master's degree skip the bachelor's degree how does that work you know like all this weird stuff and i've also when i since i was young i've had dreams of giving like like extremely generous giving i've always wanted to do that myself and so it was like literally when you said that it was it was almost like a 
a life-defining moment for me, which is, you probably didn't know that. I never told you that. But no. after we, I've thought about that so much, and I've told people this story, mm-hmm. and it like, mm-hmm. I will give. It just made my whole like life just made sense all of a sudden. It's like, yeah, my name. That's what that means. So Thank you. I, 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 I had the, when you started to pass, I had the vaguest recollection of our conversation. It, was, it wasn't no, very long. No, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Well, I, Thank you. Um, names. Wow. Names. And, and, you know, it's, it's um, and I, you know, just to, to speak and, and to brag on Ethan for a moment, getting to watch you over the last three years, I can see how much you give of yourself, um, truly of, of who God has made you to be. And you continually pour out into your family, into your community. And it is such a stunning thing to behold because you, you live that so fully um, in, in who you are and how you walk and live try to follow the Lord. And so it's, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's just, nice. just gotta, you just got to stay in that space. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and I think, you know, that dynamic of having community, right. As Jennifer was saying a moment ago, that, that piece of how helpful that can be with living out our names, because if I try to live out my name in complete and utter isolation, all by myself alone, that's foundationally not how we've been created to be. Yeah. And I think to your point, one of the ways that almost as like a, a really healthy hemming us in to have sacred community to keep on that path of living out who we've been created to be. Cause I think when we don't necessarily have a, a community of voices of, mm. of, of that we can share in with the Lord, it's very easy to go off on some interesting routes. Right. Um, and that, that need for community and living out who we've been created to be by God. Yeah. I think that's the general drift of in out and into whatever, whatever you call it like that sinful lifestyle or however you want to put it i think that's a huge result of lack of community and those voices to say hey this isn't this isn't the way you know yeah. and people to remind us like how to live into our name right well yeah like to call us back to that you yeah. know i love that your name means to give because like how could you do that if, unless in community yeah absolutely yeah yeah <laughs> How could you do it properly? And that's, you know, the big dreams for the church to give very largely. And I don't know. It all, and that's not because I know what my name means. It's something that's always been in me. It just gives language to that. Right. It's just, yeah. It validates totally. that all those feelings. Yeah. Well, in this vein, too, it, it's like you said, it wasn't as if you even knew and you were totally doing it. And I think just to get one quick example of this, although in the text, people seem to have some grasp of what their name means, but just how we can be doing it naturally, not even necessarily thinkingly. Yeah. Um, a quick example, Moses, which uh, Moshe, it's technically Egyptian, but we do happen to know the meaning of the name because we're told it um, when Moses is named Moses or Moshe in Exodus chapter two. And Moses literally means to draw out because he's drawn out of the water. So literally draw out because he's drawn out of the water. Now, what are some examples of Moses drawing out with water in his lifetime? At the well. Exactly. Moses, after he kills an Egyptian in Exodus chapter 2, of all places he could end up, he finds himself sitting down beside a well, and he will draw out water for seven women, fend off some people harassing these seven women, and there's his wife. Yeah. Um, so literally, of all things, even after he killed a guy, Moses is drawing out water. Okay, another example. Moses drawing out with water. The rock. The rock, exactly. Moses strikes the rock. Water comes out. Next time around, spoke to it. Yeah, it gets a little dicey, which gets to a whole thing about name and how we live it out and God instruction. But that's a whole other study. Um, Another example. Moses drawing out with water. 
The Red Sea, right? The people through the Red Sea. So it's almost as if Moses can't stop Mosesing, right? To draw out keeps on drawing out. Yeah. Which I heard, I think, you speaking to, Ethan, which is sometimes, and it's not to say that we're always going to know it when we're doing it. It's, I think, a piece of who we've been created to be by God, whether it is my literal given name by my parents or something else, I think pieces of who God's created us to be, parts of our identity, our destiny, our character, are going to be, we're going to live that out almost not even trying. Mm. Won't even be conscious or thinking about like, oh, my name is drawn out, so I need to go draw out water because then I'm living into my identity. It almost seems like you can't help but do it again and again. And then I think it goes back to what Ethan was saying about like it's confirming. It's not like it... It yeah. created something new in you, but rather it was like, oh, wow, now that I have that piece of insight, I can see it. Yeah. Well, it makes me wonder, too, about this whole name thing. You know, in, in Revelations, it talks about how in when we go to heaven, we'll be given a stone with a name that only we know. Yeah. Um, what is that name? <laughs> and what does that mean? for? Does that mean anything for me today? Yeah. Is, is like my name being written? I, I don't know. There's just mm-hmm. a lot of questions there, but it's kind of cool to think about. Exactly. And with the importance of names, exactly, right? As you were saying in Revelation there, and what can that be? What might that? Yeah. Okay, one more real quick example with names, um, because we did say we were going to talk about Israel. Um, but just one more real quick example with names, because I think it's just one of the most helpful puzzle piece pictures of how names are thinking working. Jesus, in Aramaic slash Hebrew, his name would probably be pronounced Yeshua or Yeshua. And Jesus, Yeshua, Yeshua, literally means... God saves. Literally. Literally means God saves, the Lord saves. It's just that who doesn't need saving? Jesus. Jesus. Who needs saving? Us. All lessons, right? Meaning Jesus didn't come to save... Himself. That would kind of make less than no sense, right? He came to save everybody else. Everybody. Everybody. (laughs) (laughs) It's Hebrew. (laughs) (laughs) And and I think it's just such a helpful picture of who God's created me to be, right? Jesus' name, who he is, is not all about he himself and him, right? Who he is in relationship to others, what he brings, how he serves, he saves. And so the idea that he came to save himself, I mean, we know that makes less than no sense. Um, And that, I think, just paints such a helpful picture of when we're talking about names. And I think it, it kind of reorients ourselves to not just look inward with our names, but Really to the community yeah. and to God. Right. And I've done a study like on kind of these things before, but it's kind of maybe hitting me for the first time that every name was meant to be communal. Um, it just so flies in the face of all of our culture. And we're just so about ourselves. Uh, it's like, oh man, my name is for community. Your name is for community. Your gifting is for community. And whoa, <laughs> a lot of implications behind that. Thank you, because I, Ethan, I love, there's sometimes a thought that I think is very uh, prevalent nowadays, which is, well, if I'm not maybe living out who God's created me to be, or if I'm if I'm not really living into my giftings or callings, I'm only hurting myself, myself, myself yeah. right? Because I'm, I'm not going to experience that joy, or I'm not going to experience mm-hmm. that peace. And so that, that that's just hurting myself. No, 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 no. That is absolutely hurting others, right? Because yeah. my name, my giftings, my callings ain't just about me. So the idea that I'm only hurting myself and that no one else is impacted, affected by this is foundationally not how names are thinking in our scripture. 
That makes sense. It's like Paul, we talked about the body. You know, if you're missing your pinky toe, it's actually you're gonna have a hard time balancing. It's a big deal. And so one one person thinks, oh, it's not. It doesn't matter if I'm around or not. And it really does. Really, that's, really does. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The communal nature of names. It's it's um 